This podcast contains sexually explicit discussion and if you're under 18 then it's time to switch off as it's meant for your parents and believe us you really don't want to listen now. Hi I'm Mr G. I'm Mrs G. And we are the Sexless Swingers. So Mrs G it is episode 34 and it is also a big happy Christmas to everybody. It is. Happy Christmas. It's that time of year. So it's Christmas week. Absolutely is. We've Um, got a very fun time ahead, but we can talk about that a little bit more later. Yeah, yeah. And yes, first of all, what are you wearing and what are you drinking? I'm on the Prosecco. It's that time of year to get the fizzy fizz out. It's celebratory time. Um, I'm wearing a black t-shirt with a cream oversized cardigan and my ripped jeans. And I've just got back from our next door but one neighbours because they've had a few little festive drinks. I managed to swerve that. You've swerved you? it. They're very, very vanilla. I was um, watching the football with my or our son, yeah. so um, yeah, managed to escape that. Well, bit. I've had a couple of gins and now I've come back and got on the Prosecco. Apologies in advance if I sound a little bit nasally. I'm 10 days in with this cold and it's not shaking. No, I'm actually, for the first time in a long time recording, I am cough free. Yeah. Because I finally went to the doctor, got some steroids for my asthma and within about two or three days, control. I'm now sounding like I need some kind of special nasal treatment. Yeah, don't blame me. (laughs) So... You have been to the neighbours tonight, but last night... Not the neighbours' neighbours. No. Not those neighbours. Well, that's where we were last night. We were, went to the neighbours, the, the the lifestyle neighbours. We went there last night, didn't we? We did. It was very impromptu. It was. They just suddenly texted us and said, we're having a fire pit and a mulled wine. Do you want to come? And we were like, oh, okay then. It so, took two seconds of a decision, didn't it? Yeah, the kids were all happy on Fortnite, all in different rooms. Teaming up, Battling, so yeah. we um, left them to it, and yeah, we had a good couple of hours. And yeah, we did. Again, it was just one of those things. It's it's again, and maybe repeating what we've said in the past, but it's as opposed to going around to vanilla friends, mm. um, you can just be more open. Well, really, we sat there discussing um, penises, vaginas, tits, swapping, sharing, and school events. It literally is how it went. It's the oddest thing. I still find it a little surreal at times, if I'm honest. Have you not got used to them being lifestyle friends now, though? I have more so. Uh, There's just history. There's more history with them not being lifestyle than there is the current day of them being lifestyle. Yeah, we didn't used to sort of, you know, share sort of pictures and things like that that we might do now. Well, no, and it's lovely that that I can just drop my guard, but at times... I do get that stark reminder of who these people are in our life. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's just, yeah, it's but a little it's been, bit strange. It's been a long while. The last time we saw them was actually uh, their social that they arranged in Manchester yeah, way yeah. back in September. September. Yeah, and yeah. life's just sort of got in the way because, well, as the listeners will know from the episodes, we've been bloody busy. Yeah, absolutely. Busy lifestyling. I know. Well, we've been doing other festive things as well, haven't we? Well, we did a... For me, a, a life first that we actually... Where did we go, Mrs G? We went to church. We went to We church. went to a Sunday service church. And that was my first ever Sunday service in life. And I find um, this remarkable. Just in case we've got any religious people listening, which I'm sure we have, I have no issue with it. No. It's just never been for me. So Well, you were never... You were never brought up in a church no, school. So you, you were never raised with religion. So no, I'm respectful it wasn't part of, any, of your life. I'm yeah. respectful of anybody that 
is religious, but it's just not for me. So no. it was an experience going. But for you, Mrs. G, you had a rather sort of strange approach to it all, I thought. Well, yeah, you might think it's strange. Um, well, you were literally sort of, hmm, I've not been to church for years. No. I hope they don't know when I walk in about my new life. <laughs> all right, let's give some context. So I used to go to a church school. Um, I was also part of the Brownies and also my mum used to go to church most weekends, almost Sundays. So I would probably go to church at least twice a month, at least. Um, it was just normal place. I went to the old Sunday school when I was quite small. Um, it was just part of my life. But I, okay, again, I want to show respect because if it's your choice to be religious and go to church, do you? I'm absolutely fine with that. From my point of view, I feel like as a child I went to church but I was never given a choice to see any other way. It was, you go to church, you go to a church school and we do church. And I never questioned any of the services, anything, any literature that was ever out there. But having not been to church for very, very many years other than the odd wedding and possibly the odd funeral, which feel very mainstream. Yeah. I agree, that's what I've been to. Yeah, um, a Sunday service on reflection now feels quite different to that. From For me, I'm speaking personally. And it really surprised me in the literature that was there and the words that were being spoken, how much of it is about seeking forgiveness. Mm. And I think this was something that I saw as obvious in you in the lead up to it because... You were borderline slightly anxious about going back into church yeah. for a service yeah. on the basis that you were worried that you would be judged by the religion, the church, I don't know what. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure what I feel I'm being judged by. Because obviously this is the first time you've been in church since entering the lifestyle. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but it, but uh, no, well, I have been to a funeral. Yeah, but we just said... But I was... Yeah, yeah it, it feels different thing. that... Um, yeah, because if you remember from the last episode, I was saying how I was kind of processing and working through why I make certain choices or make decisions not to do certain things in the lifestyle. And it, it's something that I'm becoming quite aware mm. of. Um, walking back into the church on a Sunday service definitely had some form of triggering effect on me in the respect of maybe this is part of the reason why. And as I said a little bit earlier about this seeking forgiveness, oh, it's just guilt-ridden. For me, yeah, it's I, I noticed as a non-church going throughout life, mm. I noticed that a lot of the verses were about seeking forgiveness rather than thanks for whatever you've got. It was yeah. forgive me for this, that, the other, and it thou shalt quite, not, thou de- shalt not. Yeah. Felt quite negative to me. Yes, but yeah. I know, I know, lots of people you know, do reconcile a lifestyle, life, with the church. Mm-hmm. Um, we've met people who are heavily into the church and still in the lifestyle, and they sort of reconcile it by, well, this is how God wanted me to be, so it's all good. And you can do that with anything, but, yeah. You can. And I don't want to be judgmental, and this is a really, really tender ground to step on because it's very emotive. And if you're into the church you will 100% be all for the church yeah. and likely 
not see anything outside of that. Yeah. However, I feel from my very personal point of view, and that's all I can speak from, as a child, I was in the church. And now as an adult, I'm not in the church. And there are definitely times where I struggle with um, just the most basic of things where I feel judged. And like you said, by who? By what? Yeah. I mean, And it's not a self thing. It's being raised in a religious yeah, it's, background. It's, dare I say, it's an indoctrination of a way of life, which... Yeah. A church gives you, society gives you, we've talked about that many times before. I mean, obviously this is just the intro to the show, so we don't want to make a huge sort of topic of it. But it would be interesting to hear from anybody if they've got any opinions on how they reconcile their religious life with the lifestyle and how that works together. It would be interesting to put the other side across, really. Yeah, yeah, it works for me because It's just basic things from like your marriage... um, your marriage, uh, what are they called? Not your lines. Vows. Vows, that's the word. Vows, lines. Um, you know, forsaking all others and things like this. That's the big one because that yeah. we completely go against that yeah. with this lifestyle. And I sort of joke to you, not in church, but <laughs> I sort of joke to you, we should just renew the vows and instead of forsaking all others, just fornicate others. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I laugh and I agree with you. But there's still Slight, something slightly deep. Slightly wince. Slightly. Yeah. Still. Yeah. And I'm struggling to shape mm. that. And it's work in progress and I'm processing and I'm working through it. And it's interesting that we probably should say as well, we went to church because our youngest daughter was singing with the school choir. And that's why we were there. We didn't just randomly rock up to no, church. No, no. There was a reason we went. Um, but it was a full Sunday service. Obviously we walked in and I knew somebody in there. Yeah. It wasn't a cousin. Yeah. Pepper, no, was no, not this time. Um... And it was just, it has been quite eye-opening for me. And it's kind of hit parts of me that um, I wasn't prepared for it to. So I'm working with it. Um, yeah, I think it's given you more food for thought, really, over than the Than I next... expected it yeah. to, yeah, yeah. Okay, so on to sort of a more cheer, cheerful festivities. Let's get back to normality. I'll get me Prosecco. So we've, we've done church for Christmas and... Um... <laughs> we tick that box. Yeah. <laughs> ah, talking of ticking boxes... You've gone and done a bloody faux pas again, a Mrs. G faux pas, haven't you? <laughs> You've completely forgot who you were speaking to. I know. It's not, it's with our child. <laughs> Go on, tell everybody what you bloody did. Okay, so the eldest one is doing um, GCSE, English examinations, um, history. However, he was sat on the sofa the other night and he, unbeknown to me, he was doing his history homework. I didn't know, right? I did not know because he had his phone in front of him. And I didn't realise he was doing his homework on his phone. And he said to me, as I'm clearing the dining room table, Mom, what's a magic bullet? Right? Right. So, naturally, naturally. my brain... As I'm mid-cleaning table and a million other things in my mind, turns to him, and I'm trying to be kind of, you know, relatively sex positive and things, but perhaps didn't engage my brain very well, and said, a magic bullet? You mean like a vibrator? Oh, God. (laughs) At which point, he just put his phone down and looked at me and went, Mum? And I went, and I kind of realised at this point, it's, it's my... Rather, it's my child. <laughs> and I said, well, 
what are you asking for? Are you on TikTok or something? Somebody asked you a question thinking maybe somebody at school's been talking about it. And he said, I'm doing my history homework. And I'm like, what? What do you mean you're doing your history homework? Why are they asking you about vibrators in your history homework? And I did, I was going on digging and he said, they're not asking me about vibrators. And I'm like, which history are you doing to be asking about these medical? Well, there you go then. It's a vibrator. And he's going, mum, it is not. They're asking me about magic bullets in history. And I'm going, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) So he's dying. I'm trying to pretend I'm the cool mum, which didn't work at all. At which point I said to him, Google it. Oh my God. (laughs) So he starts Googling magic bullets. So he Googled magic bullet, at which point he'd Googled and pressed send. And I'm going, but add GCSE history in it. He hadn't done. And he's going, oh yeah, they are vibrators, mum. How do you know about these, mum? I'm going, put GCSE so history this, this in with point, it. you didn't carry on with your sex-positive mum and say, I'll go and get my collection from upstairs. I did not, no. Thank God for that. I did not go that far. But apparently, for anybody else that has teens that are taking GCSE history, I will be your um, service here and let you know that a magic bullet in GCSE history is a chemical compound that will kill a specific germ without harming other cells. Like and a vaccine. Thing. I guess it's a bit like a vaccine, yeah. And it is called the magic, magic bullet. There be you aware. Go. Be nobody want you have children. Nobody warns you of this shit. <laughs> nobody warns you they're going to take GCSE, GCSE history and ask you very outright, what is a magic bullet, mum? If you were asked that question, what would you think? You wouldn't think historical medical. Well, stuff. I'd possibly think of something like a wartime sniper or something, but. When my 15-year-old son's asking. He asked me outright what a magic bullet was. He's 15 years old and I thought I will try and educate him the correct way here. I was very calm and very cool about it all. If they ask about a sort of a species of rabbit, please. (laughs) (laughs) Because they might be doing biology or zoology or something. Oh, the magic bullet. It's not what we think it is. Well, he's got a different thought of it now. He now knows. He's and educated. He now knows why his mum shuts the door. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, this festive Christmas special, if you like, mm. we thought we'd do something completely different. The only other voices you've heard on the Sexless Swingers podcast, other than ours, are Brad and Angelina. Yep. Um, we did an episode with them when they came up to visit us in June. Yeah. They are visiting us again. Yeah. This week. Couple, couple they arrive of days. on arrive on Thursday. Yeah. Leave allegedly on Christmas Eve. <laughs> unless they get snowed in or anything. Yeah. Um so we've got three days of great fun. Yeah. Um, they're bringing one of the children with them who gets on with our children. Yeah. So that will be great for all them as well. Everyone's happy. So I think it's going to be a great Christmas period. Um, Our Christmas starts in a couple of days. Everybody exactly. else is starting next week. We're, exactly. we're, on, we're on shutdown. And I think we touched on the end of the last episode as well as that. We've got um, a social we do. between Christmas Just, and New Year. Yeah, we do. And we've got other friends due to come up between yeah. Christmas and New Year as well. Lifestyle friends. So it should be a rocking Christmas. Fun-filled Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so what 
we're going back to um, said it's going to be slightly different in that we have asked some of our lifestyle friends who we've mentioned on the show. Yeah. Um, so the listeners will hopefully relate with who they are. And so we've asked a few of them to just do some little messages of tips and questions. So the, these people are people like, like Mr G has just said that we have mentioned previously. And what we have found from feedback from listeners is that you guys seem to invest into the characters, for want of a better word, they're our friends, but they're like characters in our story, I suppose. Well, we the story have a story. Of our life. It's the story of our lifestyle. And it would seem that people invest quite deeply in the into these people that we talk about. And we thought it might be nice with some of them who have agreed to it to bring them alive by letting you hear their voices and they will give their tip for renting the lifestyle and ask us a question. Now, bear in mind these people all have a slightly different dynamic and different levels of experience. Hugely different mm. levels, yeah. So I thought it was quite interesting to be able to bring this to the podcast because you've heard us harp on enough. Yeah, it's not <laughs> it's not everybody that we've mentioned and likewise there's lots of people we've not mentioned who we've not asked to yeah. do messages because the listeners probably wouldn't relate to that. Yeah. So obviously, as we've just mentioned them and they were sort of ever-present from episode one, we'll start... An instrumental to our lifestyle journey. Yeah, we'll start with... Brad and Angelina. So, here they are. Hi guys, Brad and Angelina here, and our top tip for entering the lifestyle is establishing your rules and boundaries. Yeah, it's really important that you have rules, but not too many rules, because otherwise it gets complicated. <laughs> the rules for us are, we have a couple of rules that will never get broken, which is no separate room play and no like side messaging, none of that stuff. We're in this together as a team. But then there's a couple of other rules that have changed over time. They have to be negotiable because if you've never been in a situation of a club visit or a actual couple meet or an orgy, for instance, then those rules could be one thing in your head. But then when you get there, you realise, oh, actually, these are rules are going to be too rigid. So just make sure you set your rules, your boundaries, have a couple of hard, fast rules that never get broken and the rest of them know that they will be negotiable as you go through your swinging journey. And that's it really. Just make sure you set your rules, communicate and have fun and be safe. That's it really. So thanks for that, Brother and Angelina. So Mrs G, we said that we'd listen to the tips and we'd have a chat about our view of them. Yeah, we're literally shooting from the hip on all of this. As always, we're just chatting and going for it. Of course, that's what we do. That's what we do. So, rules and boundaries. Great tip. Yeah. Um, and I agree with everything she said there, because you have to have... Well, they've some... said. Brad's they've said. It. Yeah, well, I know Brad's feeling it. It's just Angelina takes over. You know what she's like. <laughs> she likes She likes chatting. She's a chatty one. Um I do agree. You do. You definitely need to have some strong set rules. And and she was also right with what she said. You've got to be able to bend those occasionally yeah. and be prepared to as you evolve, move. I think I think there's a key difference in the sense that Brad said boundaries, Angelina said rules, and I think you need both of those mm. in your lifestyle journey. And we may have talked about this before, but I suppose the rules are the 
non-negotiable things. So the rules might be always safe sex. Well, like they said, no side messaging. No side messaging, um, no separate play. Yeah. Things like that might be your rules. Yes. Boundaries, that might be... Something like we're never involving single people into our play. Yeah, so couples only. That that might be a boundary. It would be a boundary, but it can quite quickly change, as we know. Yeah, we've we've been there ourselves, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. And so it it might be you're in a playroom. Yeah. And you're with maybe two other couples, say. Yeah. So there's six of you, and then somebody comes along who is a single, who one or two of the couples know or whatever, has to join in... And then suddenly there's an odd number, but you're okay with it. So you've flexed your boundaries, but yeah. your rules are still sort of set in that. Well, you're all playing together still. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So no, no, yeah, I think point. that's um, an I think being prepared t- to change and being prepared to move is key in that for me. Well, as the saying goes, the stick that doesn't bend breaks. So yes, yeah. I think, yeah, they've got that exactly right. That's a, a great tip. Thanks, guys. And they've also got a little question for Ooh. us. Go on and then. I've only heard this one, so I've I completely forgotten what it was. I don't even know. Let's so go. let's go back to Brad and Angelina. And our question to you is, if you were starting out in the lifestyle, brand new, what would you do differently, if anything? That's Ooh. a great question. What would we do differently? If we were starting out again. Um. So... I'm really good at giving advice <laughs> and telling everybody else <laughs> what they should perhaps think about doing. I'm not really good at listening to myself. However, what I would probably say to that is don't overthink it. Yeah, overthinking is just an evil And I need to really. listen to myself more with that still. Still. Yeah, I mean, again... You can think of a thousand yeah. situations in your mind, but ultimately it's it's going to be one of them or none of them. It, the, you're just wasting your time. So overthinking yeah. is a terrible thing, really, especially in the lifestyle where, as we've talked about in the past, overthinking can lead to erection issues. Yeah. It can lead to wobbles. The ick. The ick. Yeah. It can Swick, lead... we should be calling Swick. it now. Swick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it can lead to swing. Swenvy. Yeah, that's overthinking, really, yeah. is what are they doing or who are they doing that with? Yeah, or... why am I not involved in that? Yeah, exactly. So, I don't think, oh, maybe I have, I don't know. I'm quite, if you hear me questioning myself as I'm, on, as I'm going, have I overthought? I don't know yet. I'm overthinking right now. I'm so overthinking. if you could go back, you'd overthink less. Yeah. Um, you just need to start doing it now then, Mrs. G. I know, I know. It's difficult, though. It's, it's difficult when, but then I'm saying it's difficult. As we said before in the last episode, I don't think by nature I'm an overthinker. So why am I an overthinker in this? And that's mm. where my processing is. So that's the first thing that comes to mind. If I there's mean, anything else that we w- that yeah, I would do I, differently, um, well, I th- not, think I probably just wouldn't have gone on fab if I'm honest. That proper, do you know? Initially, no, when we see. went on that, no, let me finish. Mm. When we when we went on that, that fab provided to me. Definitely a fair few a fair few wobbles. But if you'd not had those wobbles, would you appreciate the other things we do as much? Possibly not, and I think that's a valid point. But just no. I mean, in some ways, we're not really on fab. We don't use it for lifestyle. It's it's just a podcast forum, basically. Yeah, for us, yeah. Um, to communicate with people, but I think 
I'm one of these people that there's no point in having a regret because you can't change it. Uh, we're, both, and, we're both like that. Yeah, at the time that you were going to do it or doing it, it would have felt like the thing you wanted to do. Otherwise, you wouldn't have done it. So you can't really have regrets. I just really don't think we knew regrets. there was another way. We didn't see there was any other choice. We no, didn't know about I think, it. I think I'm talking more generally. I'm not talking about Fab now. Oh, okay. I'm talking generally. Is There's things that you can look back on and think, oh, shit, why did we do that? Mm. But at the time, it would have seemed the right thing to do. So you just do it because otherwise you wouldn't have done it at the time. So would we do things differently? I'm not sure we would because everything that yeah. we've done... And everything it's brought that, us to where we are now. Yeah. Yeah. And I think sometimes we felt as though we were pretty slow in starting. Mm. I think we have realised recently that really isn't the case. Yeah, on reflection. And Brad himself had this conversation with us earlier recently, in the week. Just recently, yeah. yeah. Um, because we now know many couples... Take much longer, yeah. Years of yeah. talking about it. Yeah, and we've not done that. Whereas we were literally... If I was to reflect, because it's only a year, mm. really, well, that we've... That people have shared this journey with us because exactly. we've podcasted about it. So if you... I'm only reflecting on the last year with it, but really... I agree with you. I don't I do not do regrets in life. I just think, well, that taught me that lesson in this, that and the other. But if there was, if you want to call it a regret, or as they've asked, do things a bit differently, I'd have kissed more. And, and I you know... Me too. <laughs> you have nobody else to kiss. Like, That's literally, you have worked your way through, man. Um, I would have kissed as much as you then. Really? Yeah. I'll give you a snuggle. <laughs> I would have kissed more, and perhaps that will be my New Year's resolution. I am going to go we out, need to go on, out on New Year's me. Eve then. Oh, no, I, I can't stand New Year's Eve, it's rubbish. But uh, in the new year, maybe, on perhaps. We perhaps, are on socials before New Year, though. I'll do it on this social, if, as long as I've got rid of this cold and it, I've not got the lurgy well, still. Funnily enough, um, <clears> some <throat> of our friends who were on our social earlier in the month, you mentioned it. I, I um, shared a lovely kiss with the lady, and you didn't with her husband and mm. you've actually mentioned to him about that this week yeah. haven't you and sort of said why didn't we kiss i know i don't know i think you'll try and rectify that we'll say eh so yes that's a great question brother yes, angelina hopefully that's a sensible answer we've given hopefully um and they just have a final little message for the listeners so uh-huh. here they are again and we wish everyone a very happy Christmas and a very naughty new year. <laughs> so next up, Mrs. G, we've is... got a slightly unusual dynamic for our podcast. For our podcast, yeah, absolutely, yeah. In that we have got a gay couple. Yeah, male gay couple. Yes. Um, we, we they met are them... our fairy godfathers, as we've known them. Yes, them. yes. So we talk about them on episode 30. We do. From our cruise in September. Yeah. And we chatted to them pretty much every day yeah. and had great conversations and became good friends with them. And yeah, they they really had interesting views on the lifestyle. They had enlightening views. Yeah. and insightful and views as insightful. well. Insightful. They're not the insightfuls because we've already got them. Yeah, but. well, yeah. But the, our fairy godfathers just... It's, so let me try and articulate it. They have... Uh, experience and knowledge the wealth of it in... and they've been through lots of challenges exactly and they just get it yeah and they and they're just lovely people um there was lots of common grounds with us 
There was. Uh, the love of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. The, the geeky lo- t-shirts. Geeky t-shirts. Theatre. Musical theatre. And we could just chat. Just life, really. We, uh, just, we just get on with them yeah. really well and, and still message them regularly. Yeah. Um, and it's just interesting to have, I think, on our podcast, their take on this. Because yeah. we found them so interesting to talk to and in some ways reassuring perhaps as well I found mm. that I thought it would be well we thought it'd be great to have them come and give their tips from their point of view and then see if they've got a question for us so here they are the fairy godfathers hello Mr and Mrs G and all your listeners we are the gay guys from the Virgin Cruise that uh, you had talked about a few podcasts back. And thank you very much for inviting us on your podcast. We have a lot of fun listening to it. And it just brings us back to all the fun chats we had on the cruise. So to answer your question about uh, what tips do we have, the first tip I would say is don't really go with ethical or non-ethical non-monogamy because ethics are individualized to each person, obviously. So what is considered ethical to you may not be considered ethical to others, but if you're having fun and if you're doing something with your partner and your partner is right there alongside with you, then it absolutely is ethical. Just have fun and don't hurt anybody. Most importantly, don't hurt each other. And you're just going to find a wonderful sense of self-discovery and discovery with each other. Well, Mrs. G, I paused it there because, yeah. wow. What what a tip from the first of our very good fathers. Mm. We'll hear from his husband in a second. Like, but ooh. There is right in there. so much depth to that tip. Yeah. And you can hear the knowledge and experience yeah. come through, as, oh, as we just said. Yeah. And yes, yes, and yes. Yes, yes, and yes. I mean, first of all, the E&M thing, the ethical, non-ethical monogamy. Yeah. So we sort of uh, termed it, we use E&M as a, a term, phrase, yeah. And we see it as ethical because we're happy with what's going on, but... There will be plenty of people out there who think what we do is far from ethical. Oh, yeah. So fuck them. Well, don't, <laughs> don't, actually. But um, a lot of people like consensual non-monogamy. Maybe that is a, probably a better term, but it's just a bit of a mouthful, which it's, I know you like. But <laughs> It's um, just the whole question there of, you know, if it's okay for you two, it's okay. That's well, almost just, it's so simple. What a yeah. tip though. So if if anybody's new listening to this, that just there, fantastic tip. Uh, it's so simple, yet it's so effective. Yeah. Just that. And don't, often, don't worry and about often it. the best tips or advice that anyone can ever give you are simply that. Simple. But so brilliantly put. Because they've experienced Oh, they will, have, of... they will have had much more challenge than anybody, well, most people within the E&M, C&M world. Yeah. Because they've had prejudices that are probably far worse. Because, yeah. you know, anybody of a certain age will remember um, that 
you know, gay people were really horribly treated right up and, well, well can relative, still be can now, still but be, but in some yeah. countries, but... You know, it's much more acceptable in Western Europe, for example, now yeah. and many parts of the States, I think, um, and North America. But, yeah, a fantastic tip of don't worry about whether it's ethical or non-ethical. If it's ethical to you and your partner... Yeah, there you go. Stop. And assuming that the partners you're with are also all consenting and yeah. happy with it, nobody else matters. Yeah, it, it is. It's um, It goes straight to the core, that, doesn't it, of your being? That yeah. actual point right there. If you actually listen to that and hear that point, it's completely right, completely valid. Um, I almost feel like I want to get some kind of a poster put up on my wall about that. Like, I need a quote from it because it really hits me hard, what he said, yeah. because it really resonates with me. Um, Unfortunately for you, I think you'd rather hit me hard. <laughs> you are my foxy <laughs> husband, in their words, um, and they are right. But uh, also, yeah, I really, he really liked does hit it. The bit at the end where he says, <clears throat> "Just go and have fun. As long as you're not hurting yes. anybody, think about each other, have fun, and go on a there's your quote voyage of discovery, self discovery, self discovery." Yeah. And yeah. we've talked. A lot about not only has this been enlightening for us as a couple, yeah, but as individuals as well. We've rediscovered old parts of us and discovered new parts yeah, of us. Yeah, and who we are now, really. Um, it's all part and parcel of it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, excellent, excellent tip. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So let's hear now from our second fairy godfather. Yes. And um, his husband. Yeah, and um, I guess to add an additional point to it. I think there is no such thing as too much communication with your partner. Uh, I'm a super fan of over communicating to a fault. Um, I would just never want to get complacent and then stop, you know, checking in with my, my other half and making sure that we're on the same page about what we're doing and everyone is comfortable about where things are headed and everyone's feelings and boundaries are being respected. And again, that really is up to you. Uh, you just have to make sure that you're happy and you're enjoying yourself yes. and whoever you're with, should you bring anybody in w to be with you or they bring you in, just again, make sure you're having that discussion because the last thing you want to be is in a situation where you're the outsider just observing while everything is happening around you, unless that is the position you want to be in. You know, some people like, like to sit to there and watch. Exactly. And uh, Mr. G, judging by some of what we talked about and what we've heard, I think he kind of enjoys enjoys watching a little bit. So just... Know that whatever you're choosing to do, as long as it's being done and discussed, is absolutely ethical, and just let yourselves go and have fun with it, whatever that may be. Amen. Uh, we look forward to hopefully crossing paths again with you both soon. We love this podcast. Happy holidays, you two. Yeah, and just so you know, we're going on a cruise again in, in May. You're very welcome to uh, talk to the parents and have the kids watched and fly on over down to Miami and go with us. Richard's Rooftop. Richard's Rooftop. Toasts. I think Taki's going to be there. It's all I'm saying. 
He's dead right, isn't he? Communication yep. is absolutely key. It's, it's like the classic tip, isn't it? It is. It's an oldie but goldie, as they would say. Yeah. I mean, it is communicate, communicate, communicate. And that's not just with each other. You, you are that's... talking about the tip and not what? the fairy godfathers, aren't you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, oldies but goldies. Oldies but goldies. Oh, they'll be coming for you, man. No, I don't, I don't. Um, they're, but... not, they're not old. No, they're not. No. Um, but I think that is the key. It's not communication just with each other. It's about anybody else, as they say, that you may be invited in to come into your relationship or yeah. your playtime. But what I really like about what he said about the communication is you can't over-communicate. No, and there's no I think such thing. That's why we've been so solid throughout this whole journey is because we talk lots, we, we do the podcast, which is a great way for yeah. us to communicate. But yeah. we probably over-communicate. We walk the dog every day, etc., and chat. Um, but also don't get complacent because I suppose he's right. You could you could get complacent of, well, I'm good with them. Um, yeah. And especially a lot of people, and we've seen this with new people where they're almost overexcited about being with somebody new. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you wonder, are they actually taking the partner for granted here? Mm. And they're almost like, I want to do this, I want to do that. So they um, almost forget the partner. Almost. In their um, eagerness to be with the with the new personal yeah, people. And yeah. so, yeah, don't get complacent and check you're on the same page. It's communicate, communicate, isn't it? I mean, these two, these tips are just incredible. Yeah. So, yeah. and then coming back to the point about you've got to be happy and enjoying yourselves... I hark back to middle of last year before we went on the June cruise yeah. where I think we were both starting to get a little bit jaded, you especially, yeah. where you said it doesn't feel fun anymore. It wasn't, We'd had yeah. some issues, should we say, which yeah. we, we didn't go into massively no. um, for privacy reasons. Yeah. But yeah, we just started to see some darker side of the lifestyle, I think. Yeah, we well, it just, it just wasn't really fun. No. There was... So, and also, you know, just perhaps an element of drama around it all. This is not about that. Yeah. And, this and is about... We all have enough drama and enough things that we have to deal with in our own real lives. You know, yeah. like your real life, your day-to-day life. And I think This some, is like an extension to yeah. that where we have that escapism. And that's what this is meant yeah. to be about. And, and we were seeing possibly some, some people almost like other people's sort of... Um, not unhappiness, but... They, they well, like get to, a joy from it. A little bit, mm, yeah. And yeah. it's just unpleasant. And we sort of mix things up and left certain groups and things like that and join new ones. And yeah. it sort of worked for us. But yeah, exactly. You've got to be happy. You've got to be enjoying yourselves. Don't let yourself become an outsider no. with your partner. No, definitely. As for the sitting and watching, um, yeah, I think they might have misunderstood me slightly there in the Maybe. sense that I remember chatting to them about watching you with other people yeah you enjoy to see I, it i enjoy yeah we like was, being part of it I, yeah i enjoy seeing but not i'm not really a watcher and we've talked you know i yeah. can say this but we've talked about that as well where i i wouldn't want to sort of sit in a chair and watch you but it's not i enjoy thing, seeing you do your thing if i'm yeah. doing something and yeah that's that's how we well work. you said just on the last episode you like watching me kiss yeah i think you're the same and i think you like to see but yeah. i don't think you'd sit and watch yeah there's a big difference isn't there yeah, between huge. those two things actually yeah huge interesting. so yes thanks guys and i think now they also have a question for us oh here we go okay so now what we'd like to do is ask you a question. Uh, I'm going to let the taller of the gay guys go ahead and ask it. 
basically, I am curious to know with your timeline as to when you began your journey on this lifestyle. Um, do you have any regrets that you didn't explore it any sooner in your relationship than when you actually did? We're kind of curious. Well, that's a good question, Mrs. G. Um, would do we regret not starting earlier? No. So, just to remind the listeners out there, we first started talking about this just over eighteen months ago. We <laughs> so I'm started, laughing at myself. I just went with no. Yeah, we started <laughs> started a podcast about fifteen months ago, um, and then that's pretty much within that first couple of weeks after starting the podcast, we went to a club and. We then started going on socials and yeah. things like that. So we are both, well, mid to late 40s. Yeah. And um, yeah, as, as listeners know, our kids are sort of teenage. Teens to just under teens, pre-teens yeah. and teens. So I absolutely don't regret it. Well, you just said we don't really do regret, do we? No, we don't do regret, but... Um, we were not, oh, okay, speaking from a personal point of view, I was absolutely not in the right mindset, as we've discussed to death, really, on this podcast, about how I was in the mother mindset. I was trapped under the mattresses of motherhood, and I was like that little pea that was in there, but I couldn't get out. Mm. I had a different responsibility at the time, when they were younger, yeah, and that was to raise my children, and basically provide and be their main primary carer there will be some people with younger children that are doing this hats off to you because being a mother with younger children if you are the primary carer because i was always at home or working from home that is beyond full time it's, it's hard work i mean yeah. we have three close together yeah so there's not but not it a takes a piece them. of you it takes an absolute piece for you yeah and just to even have found the time, that's why I got into running, if you remember. Yeah. It gave me half well, we an hour. We barely had time for sex with each other at that point. No. I mean, but it gave, running gave me half an hour where I could put my music on, go out on my own and not have a small person going, Mum. Yeah. I mean, this this is interesting though, Mrs G, because I'm, I'm with you. I don't think we were in a position 10 years ago or five years ago even mm. to commence this lifestyle no um it wasn't something we thought about it wasn't i don't think something either of us have fantasized no. about it just wasn't on the that's radar that's mad that though isn't it yeah because i think a lot of people do think about oh, it with young children and stuff and that's what we were saying about the time scales which just wasn't a discussion so, for us no so i don't think i don't think we do regret not getting into it sooner because we wouldn't have been in a place where we were comfortable to do it at that stage i think possibly I don't know, probably you more than me, because I think women and men look at these mm. things differently. You maybe would have liked to have been involved when you were younger, but not at a different stage of your life, if yeah. that makes sense. Right, but our children didn't come along easily. No. So we were a little bit later than a lot when it came to us having kids. I desperately wanted the kids younger, or we desperately wanted kids you know, younger or whatever, but it, it didn't happen, it didn't pan out like that. So it's that old saying, isn't it, if you're exactly where you're meant to be. I agree, yeah. And we had our children when we were meant to have them. We started this lifestyle when we were meant to yeah. be here. So I think in answer to your question, yes, we don't we don't regret not getting into it sooner. No. Um, we possibly would like to be a little younger, but right. that's, that's right. not... 
There's That's, two different things though, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I would absolutely love to have the body I had in my 20s doing this now. I think your body's probably better. It's, I didn't know you in your 20s, but actually. But thank you, but no, it's not. <laughs> no, I'm not convinced. It isn't. I've, it I've, isn't. I saw your first wedding album. <laughs> no wonder it went on the skip as soon as we got together. <laughs> Thanks. Sorry. I know, in my 20s... You have had no chance. I, I was all right in my 20s. Stop now. <laughs> um, I was... And um, I do think that you just naturally... Oh, don't say it, Mrs G. Everyone loves a MILF. I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say that you're just a bit perkier in your 20s and a bit tighter. I think people have seen <laughs> I think people have seen the pictures and some people have felt the tightness. Ah, lucky them, eh? <laughs> <laughs> so, no, hopefully that answers the question. And we've got another one off uh, Fairy Godfather number one. And you know what? I'm going to just add on to that. What are your fears and concerns now that you have decided to be a part of that lifestyle? We can't wait to hear your answer. And in case you hear a little soft snoring, we got Emma the puppy who is kind of sleeping next to us at the moment. We apologize for the pug snores. I don't apologize for the pug snores. Anyway, we will talk to you later and i can't wait to hear what you have to say bye bye and happy holidays happy holidays Ooh, fears and concerns these two are bloody good aren't they right i reckon they're like oprah these two um questions tips nail them all yeah like juicy ones aren't they yeah depth depth and this is what they have yeah this is what they are yeah fears and concerns um I think my fears and concerns have changed and evolved as we have changed and evolved. So initially, probably, um, as most people fear, is what happens if you find somebody else that you like better? Uh, yeah, I suppose so. You know, it's kind of a natural thing. It's the thing. common one, isn't it? Yeah. I don't fear that, even though I'm not sure I massively feared it then, but it was probably just in my mind a little I bit. I think, well, let's rephrase it. Rather than finding somebody else, what you do get, is that new relationship energy. You meet somebody, it's exciting, mm. you want to fuck them, you, you enjoy chatting to them. Yeah. Um, so I suppose the fear would be that... Could that damage yeah, us? That lust and that excitement yeah. overtakes you and you end up going too far and, you know what, I'm going to leave you for them or something like that. It's just more really, like for me, could, it, could any of this damage us? What you know? Why fix it when it ain't broke? Because it didn't feel broke before. True. So this was like the cherry on the top. But we're a year down the line now, so and it's I can, popped. And it's popped. <laughs> the cherry has popped. Um, we're a year down the line now, so um, we can say it's the cherry on the top because we've had more experience. So I'm. We're always learning. So I don't. Well, you should always be learning. Yeah. Well, we are. We're open to learning. We're open to to gaining more knowledge and having new experiences. Um, but fears and concerns now, uh, I think I'm still process. I think I'm still in that processy mode. I think it, it potentially leads to what society has expected of me and potentially religion as well. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. The, the fears and concerns, I have much less fear and concern about us now. Yeah, yeah, uh, down, yeah. Down the way. In the... We can do things, we can have experiences, but we always come back together and 
that reconnection is awesome. We're stronger than ever. Yeah. So I don't have fears about us now that it would no. break us or anything like that. Obviously, you're going to have ups and downs, but you're doing all walks of life. Yeah. Um, I probably agree with you. The fears and concerns are probably more about judgment or from society. Yeah. However, I don't really give a shit about that. No, I give a shit a little bit more yeah. than you, I think. I mean... I think it's still an element as well, if I'm being brutally honest. If we're into um, a situation, whether it leads to play or not, or even in a play situation, I wouldn't call it a fear, it would be more a concern. Are you okay with this? Are you okay that he is doing this with me? It's very basic, but it's mm. probably still there for me a little bit, if I'm honest. But that's where, these are bloody clever, these two, because that concern, mm. just listen to their tip. Consider it, the other one, mm, communicate. Mm, yeah, so, yeah. therefore, and, and we've been through this the other way, where we possibly didn't communicate well enough. Yeah. Um, but if we communicate, so if your concern is, do I not like it? Well... If I was to say, and we've done this as well, and mm. we've, we've sorted things during play where it's like, mm, should we not do this? Or yeah, is the communication gets over the concern because yeah. if you're listening to each other, yeah, yeah, then that's the way. Or listening to the other partners as well, yeah, all the way. No, absolutely. So no, that's a good good concern. It's that. a good it's a good beefy question. It is a good beefy question. And <laughs> um, so, yeah, like I say, possibly a fear of. Judgment if we were outed, but we'd deal with it. Um, I wouldn't probably, want to be outed. Probably though. mostly, the fear is that the kids would be affected. That's why I've just said I wouldn't want to be outed. When they leave school, it's a different scenario. Yeah. But while they're at school, um, the challenges that could come with what people could say to them, hmm. I don't want them to have to deal with that on top of trying to be no. educated. And let's face it. If, if we were outed, and there's always the chance, our voices are out there, obviously, yeah. um, we'd deal with it. And if yeah. the kids knew, we'd deal with it. And it's just a hump in the road. <laughs> yeah. So, great question. And, you know, feel free to play along at home as well with your partner. You know, Play along. You know, <laughs> if, if you think pause these are it. good. Yeah, yeah, pause and you answer the question with your partner. We're providing Christmas entertainment without even realising it. Well, you this could is... even play this when, when your in-laws come round. <laughs> Can you imagine? On Christmas Day, yeah. we've got this podcast and they're asking questions. Let's play it. Grandma, come and have a sit down and have a listen to this. Yeah, what shocks is, I mean, your grandfather used to do that back in, back in the get 1960s. A, get us another sherry while we have a chat. Come and sit down. <laughs> So, thanks very much to our fairy godfathers. Yes. Fantastic tips, fantastic questions, all wrapped back round. Uh, can we just go on another cruise with them, please, in May? Uh, well, we could look, I suppose. Well, they should bloody jump on in September with us. Oh, yeah, they could They'd do. be great, they'd be great company. They would be great company. Yeah, co- in cap- guys, if you're listening, which I know you do do, can you please come over in September? You can come and be everybody's fairy godfathers and we'll have a lovely night out in Amsterdam. We're also doing a cruise from the States in Easter. Yeah, that's not adults, though. We haven't got though. the kids, though. They're not going to want the kids. No, They're true, not gonna true. <laughs> or we're going on the Adriatic as well in the middle of the summer. Come on, that one. <laughs> but this is probably more for a private message. It would than the be, podcast, yeah, but... yeah. Okay, so next up, we have got our back to English friends again. Yes. Because we're sort of alternating. Um, we've got the Cockneys. Ah, uh, bring them on. 
So just as a recap, people will know we have been friendly with the Cockneys since the early part of this year. Yeah. And we hooked up with them in episode 26. Yes. But we speak regularly and so they are still very much part of our lives. Mm. And they were also, spoiler, we never actually said, but they were uh, butlings with us as well. Did we never tell everybody that? I don't think so. Well, they were. So, yeah, they were there. So they, they were the ones that encouraged us along. So let's hear from them. Here they are. Hello, we're Mr and Mrs Cockney. <laughs> you said cock. Are we even that Cockney? Uh, I don't know. Don't, I don't think so. Get out my pub. Is that, <laughs> yeah. is that better? I think so, yeah. Well, that'll do for now. Um, so, we were thinking about this. Um, so, I'd say our tip for starting off in a lifestyle, um, when you're getting excited about all the fun things that you want to do and living out your fantasies and that sort of thing, threesomes and moresomes and gangbangs and whatever else it is that you kind of all excited about um we'd say don't forget to talk about all the things that you don't want to do or you don't want to happen or you you know you don't want to see um necessarily yeah like set some boundaries uh, some rules that you you both clear on and then yeah and then i don't know remember you, you're probably going to change your, your mind along the way as well um yeah what might be like a hard no in the beginning um, could be a maybe or a yes after a few experiences. And a few gins. <laughs> Speaking from experience herself. <laughs> Isn't it funny how similar they are to Brad and Angelina? Similar tip. Similar Very tip. much so, yeah. Boundaries. It's a good one, you see. Yeah, yeah. It's boundaries. And um, I thought it was quite interesting, though, what they said about although you're chatting about everything you want to do in that excited yeah, puppy Yeah, Mr phase, Cockney. Yeah, he, he hit the right. nail on the head there, I think. Um, you also need to talk about what you don't want to see, what you don't want to do, what you don't want to be part of. It's interesting, that point. We all talk about what we want. We often don't talk about what we definitely don't want. And that's crucial, to be fair. Well, there's things that you don't want or you don't want to necessarily see your partner doing, mm, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and that might be something that you wouldn't do together. So if it's if it's a fantasy that you wouldn't play out together... You might not want to see it. So, for example, hmm, we've talked about in the past, you have a sort of a dom- dominatrix streak in you. Mm. But you wouldn't want to do that with me. Oh, absolutely not. So likewise, it's not really my bag. But if it was, yeah, um, I don't think you'd want to see me being done no, by somebody. No, because you're my life partner. It's and not for me. For, yeah. for, oh, for us, that doesn't work. So you yeah. might want to do it with somebody. Yeah. But not me. Yeah. But you also wouldn't want to see me with somebody else doing that. Yes, yeah, um, 100%. Not that, it's, yeah. not that it's my thing, but... Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's a, yeah, a good point, actually. Um, I, I wouldn't mind seeing you do that to somebody. I'd, I'd feel quite sorry for the poor bugger. <laughs> Especially if you've had a bit of a week of it. Right, let's go. Yeah, Bend so, over, fucker. No, it is... <laughs> Here we go. Oh yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's an interesting point that you should talk about what you don't want as well. That's a great tip. Yeah, no, he is a good one. Okay, I think they've got a question for us as well. Um, so yeah, with that in mind, Mr. and Mrs. G, my lovely boob twin. Boob twin. <laughs> what was a hard no when you started this journey, but is a yes or a maybe now? 
Oh, that's a good question. It's a very good question. No, I'm not then. sure. Well, we did have hard no's, but I'm not sure any of them have turned into yeses yet. Or a maybe. Possibly the only thing that I can think of off the mm. top of my head, mm. because these aren't sort of pre-rehearsed or anything, because no. we're listening to them. and Going for it. I think possibly we had a conversation the other day about a couple that we've not talked about or we've not named on the podcast. Yeah. Um, where I said I could actually see us going out separately with them. And that was a definite hard no. That yeah. was a definite hard no when we first started out. Um, I was more open to separate play than you. Yes. Um, it was just something you couldn't mentally quite get your head well, round. For it me, wasn't a thing for you, was it? It's a little bit like Angelina and Brad said earlier on. It's team sport. Yeah. So, you know, the play, I like the foursome, mawesome feel. Yeah. Um, and I never saw the point as if we weren't in a separate play, what's the point of going out on a date or whatever? Yeah. But, um, and it might not be with everybody. Yeah. It was this particular couple. Yeah. Um, because they're very much, they, they're very fluid in how they do things. Yeah. And we get on with them both so well um, that I said, I'd I'd be comfortable if you went out for a drink or whatever with him. Mm. And if I was out with her, um, maybe at the same time, maybe not, doesn't really matter. Um, I'm still not sure about the play though. No, that even that that you've just described yeah, was a hard no when we first started. I out. think for both of us, the dating thing. Um, I think you were harder no than me. Yeah, it wasn't a yes for me initially. It, it, you were definitely a very strong hard no on on all of everything separate. No mm. way. Whereas I think I was a little bit more open to it because I just felt like there could be a level of. A dynamic there that we could explore. It maybe comes from I think the that back in the day before we did any of this, I've never really been a jealous person, and by your own admittance, you've mm. definitely had elements of it. And so naturally, the thought before you've done anything at all of doing some kind of separate anything is just you know that maybe would trigger you. Yeah, maybe. And so naturally, it's just like no, you know, if in doubt, leave it out. I think I think the key for me is this this particular couple. Um, and we've not known them too long, but really trust them. But but why, you know? I don't know. Exactly, I don't know. Yeah. There's just something about the way they are. that, And I think it's possibly their relationship and the way they are with each other. Yeah, possibly. And, you know, we've been out with them where we've been very chatty on our own with them in different parts of the place. because Is it because... Perhaps you feel there is no threat from either between the four of us. There's no threat from either side that either party is going to go. Oh, I want that person now. Yeah, is that what of, it is? Do you think? I've sort of moved on from that as we've evolved anyway, um, as we talked about earlier on. So I don't think it's that. Um, yeah, it's an interesting one, and might come across a little bit rambly because we're answering it live. Yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, I just think it's their way, their relationship and the way we are with them is that I think there would never be any point scoring from either of them, for no. example. Yeah, so that's down to their personality. And there's then. nothing more distasteful than that, really. So it's down to their personalities yeah. then. Yeah, I think so. I think for you as well, switching the question around, I hope mm. you don't mind, Mrs Cockney, but has there been things that maybe we're open to that 
then of becoming a hard no. Me? Well, for well, maybe for you, yeah. I mean, I think we chatted about threesomes, which have always been a hard no for you with a woman and with a man. But, but we've done that, though. We've done a threesome with a woman, but I, I think I would be more open to an MFM threesome than you would be. Oh, yeah. You really don't like the it idea really at all? It really doesn't do anything for me. Mm. And I accept I may change on that because I might meet the person and go, yes, this is okay. So this is the change, isn't it? Mm. Is that we're now more open-minded to understanding that you meet people and their personality or the like changes things. And so you become open to new opportunities, new ideas. Yeah, yeah. Right, Mrs. Cockney, hope that answers your question. Mm. So, Christmas kisses to you. <laughs> okay, next up, we have got a treat for everybody. We have got the legends. <laughs> da, da, da. Been in the lifestyle more than 20 years. Mrs. Legend, just an infectious personality. She came up yeah. with the fucker's brand, if you she, like. She is. She is the queen fucker. Yeah, she is the queen fucker. She is the person that... The queen that, of fuckers. The, she's the queen of all fuckers. So, let's hear from the legends. Hey, fuckers. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. G. This is Mr. and Mrs. Legend from the States. We are just calling in to wish you fuckers a Merry Christmas and a fabulous New Year. So, we wanted to chime in and ask you a couple questions and possibly give you a tip about our lifestyle journey. So we will talk soon. Mr. and Mrs. G. We're going to have to practice that. But hey, fuckers, is always way better. Here she is. There she is. Straight away, people will be able to see why we called her the legend. <laughs> Let's get on to a tip. Here she is again. This is Mrs. Legend, and I wanted to call in with my bit of a tip for the lifestyle. When Mr. Legend and I first started in our lifestyle journey, we had a couple rules or things that we discussed prior to. And one of them for us was you don't have to fuck everyone you meet. And this being because Mr. Legend was extremely excited about the opportunity of meeting other like-minded people and the fun that we were going to have. And I think in that excitement, we had to say, all right, we're going to meet lots of amazing, wonderful people. And with that said, you do not have to fuck everyone you meet. So a legendary tip there. <laughs> Don't have to fuck everyone. <laughs> Because Mr. Legend wanted to fuck everyone. She probably did. He probably probably does. No, mine did. Um, and she's right, though, to be fair. Yeah. It's that excitable puppy phase again, isn't it? We when sort you of first touched on this earlier on, yeah. Yeah, and you do kind of go into that almost, you know, like a kid in a sweet shop, I can have one of everything. I guess so, um, yeah. And, you, and she has got that valid point there um, of you don't have to have one you of everything. You don't want Swick. no. Um, it's probably nice to hold something back a little bit sometimes. No, no, absolutely. She says, Mrs. Sexless Swinger here. <laughs> that was um, a great tip. But it is, it's good and it's valid. Well, shall we listen to Mr. Legend's tip? Let's do it. Hey fuckers, this is Mr. Legend. 
Just wanted to say, uh, advice would be just take it slow. See what you like. See what you don't like. Uh, we've had some great, great time. We told you on the cruise that 14 days at Hedo is way too long. You can't fuck enough or drink enough to make it through the 14 days. But, still a great time. Uh, and a, a few nights, I can't even remember where I was, but it was all good. So... Just have a good time, relax, take it easy the way you want, listen to each other. Your spouse will tell you what you like, what you don't like. Uh, that's my little uh, what advice, but you'll have a great time. Enjoy. Well, lots of breakdown there from Mr. Legend. What a guy. <laughs> I He did say this on the cruise to Mr. Vanilla, actually, mm. where he was talking about Hedo, and he's repeated it here, and he said... A week is enough because he said there's only so much fucking you can do and there's only so much drinking you can do. And he's just repeated it there. He's there. He's his life tip. Um, Hedo, for anybody that doesn't know what it is, is a lifestyle resort. In Jamaica. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they've been a fair few times, I think. But I think as well as that, you know, great advice about only so much fucking you can do, (laughs) which ties in with Miss Legend's clip. Um, Yeah, he's also He's also right about... Again, communication. Listen to your partner. Your yeah. spouse will tell you what they're okay with. Yeah. Um, and just enjoy. Yeah. So yeah. that's fantastic. And we've also got a great little goodbye from them. Oh. We'll talk to you soon. Love you guys. Bye, fuckers. Oh, the legends. <laughs> Love the legends. Love them. Fantastic. Thank you, guys. Um, on to our friends, the Insightfuls, mm. who we named on the last podcast, but we've known around a year. Mm. Great people, really good friends, local to us, but unfortunately, you can't hear their northern tones on the podcast because no. he's linked to a few other things, doesn't want his voice recognised, no. etc., which is fine, and neither does she. So they've sent it to us and we're just going to read it out. So the Insightfuls' top tip is... Everyone talks about communication being really important in the lifestyle, and it is. It's the foundation of everything, and the cracks will quickly show in areas where you need to work harder. They found that you need to be willing to let scary things closer to you than is initially comfortable, or at least closer than you would in your day-to-day life. So for them, their best experiences have often come from negotiating tricky stuff on their own or as a couple, and then reflecting really carefully and jumping in whilst knowing that they're safe with each other. Noticing what scares them is a great way to find where you need to concentrate your attention. That could look like a boundary being tested or your partner wanting to explore something that triggers some anxiety. Whatever it looks like, try not to dismiss the thing that scares you right away and instead get to the root of what's making you worry about it. This often opens up new conversations, new ways to understand yourself and others and more routes to greater intimacy with your partner. Sometimes it leads to stuff you never imagined yourself doing or enjoying. I mean, I'm just ooh in again. It's Everyone I do, again, I'm like, ooh. I mean, that is the insightfuls right there. Yeah, they're That's great, it. aren't they? That's it. It's oh, just so much depth to 100%. every bloody sentence in that. Yeah. And it really makes you, I would say to the listeners, play that back. Yeah. Listen to that again, play it back, take it in, and play it back again. Take that shit in. Yeah. Because 
That's it. Well, in summary... All of it. <clears throat> in summary, communication, yes, all the cracks will show. Yeah. The lifestyle will find any cracks We've you've said got this individually or yeah. together. Yeah, so yeah. It's going to find him. It'll hunt 100% down. 100% right. Yeah. Um, let the scary things closer to you than is maybe comfortable. That's right. It's stretching your boundaries, isn't it? Let the scary things close you. I've, I've been, I, I need quotes on my wall from these people. <laughs> I need framed quotes. This is why they're our friends. This, we, is, this what, is why we yes, like them all. Yes, yes. Um, yes, all of this. But yeah, negotiate the tricky stuff between you. That's great tip. And reflection. That's so important. It is self-reflection and reflection as a couple. Yeah. Hugely important. Like they say, noticing what scares you. A great way to concentrate your attention. And if it's testing the boundary, it may trigger some anxiety, mm. which is sort of what we've said with That's a few what, of the Eddie, others. Pushing the boundaries does do that. Yeah. If it's not if it's not making your anxiety twitch, you're not pushing a boundary. But what they're saying, which is great, is if it scares you, don't run from it. Talk but, it through. Yeah, which you, there's a phrase we've had before. If it scares you, run at it. Yeah. That is... The approach I try with <laughs> doesn't always work, but it's there. <laughs> and and yeah, it it's exactly that. Run at it and open up your conversations, and you may actually do something that you never thought that was great. And That's brilliant. It's interesting what that might bring to you yeah. as well. Fantastic, insightful. As That's always, why they're the insightful. Insightfuls, yeah. Um, their question: Do you want to read it, Mrs. G? Okay, let's go. Uh, based on your experiences so far, do you think your dynamic might evolve over the coming months or years? Could you imagine trying new or different play styles? I think they mean like an insightful experience. <laughs> I think we'd be open to that, wouldn't we? Yeah. So, hmm, our experiences so far, are we going to check? Are we going to. Do you think your dynamic might evolve over the coming months or years? Well, we sort of touched it, on that. It has to. It has to. I yeah. mean... We touched we, on a little bit about the separate dating, but that would be selective. It would be incredibly selective. Um, it has to evolve because we're humans and that's what we do. If you stop evolving, you basically Shribble. stay still and you die. I mean, it might be, that dramatic, might be a bit dramatic, yeah. But it, it, but it's if you're not physically dead, you're mentally and emotionally dead if you don't evolve. Well, I suppose the big thing is, is we've gone from being a very vanilla couple, yeah. happy vanilla couple, yeah. to these lifestyle, this lifestyle couple who yeah. has some sex with other people, has lots of lifestyle friends, enjoys the company, very sex positive, so. If that shows how we've evolved in 12 to 18 months, then that so, evolution will continue. Exactly that. I mean, the question about whether or not we would be trying new or different play styles, I don't know. Um, I don't feel I can answer it until we get there, like until an opportunity presents itself and we either feel it or we don't feel it. Yeah. Um, I don't think we're close to it, but I'm not sure... Um, yeah, I don't think we go hunting necessarily for... I'm not sure we know what we're hunting for. Yeah, I mean, it's... I don't think either of us are particularly sort of BDSM-minded. We don't think we are. No. But that's what I'm saying. Sometimes a, a, something may present itself and you kind of go, mm, like like they're making their point about their tip. Yeah. It's almost like... Do you want me to buy a paddle for you? Uh, what, for me to use? No, me on you. No shit, no. I'll, I'll use it on you, though. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I think 
it'll basically be evolution. Yeah. We will evolve and move and shake and all the rest of it. Um, I think we're probably looking for new experiences, but maybe not new playstyles at the moment. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think we are. But we're not close to it. But I think this, again, defines the name that we sort of call them, insightful, because, mm. again, I think this is a question that will play through in our minds over the next... Yeah. Over Christmas. Yes, definitely. Yes. Yeah, a cracker of a question for Christmas. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you. Next up is another voice note. Mm. And it is from our friends, The Neighbours. Hello, Mr and Mrs G. This is Mr and Mrs Neighbour. Hello. We've got our top tip and our question for you. Our top tip for those thinking of entering the lifestyle is that do not let anybody tell you what the right way or the wrong way to do it is. You do it your own way. As long as everybody involves consenting, then it's all cool. You just do it how you want. That's very similar to our fairy godfathers, isn't it? Is, it? it is. So we've mm. sort of talked through the idea. I think what the neighbours have come up with, again, it's do it your own way fantastic tip yeah absolutely right and we fully advocate that completely and yeah what a tip do it how you want yeah so this might sound slightly hypocritical because we've got a podcast Mm. but i don't think our podcast from the start has just been our journey we don't class ourselves as educators or any of that sort of stuff which many do out there so Mm. many of the podcasts this is why we started one because many claim to be educating, claim to be telling you do it this way or don't do it this way. Mm. Ultimately, do it your way. Yeah. And we, we've we always said, this is just our experience. And we say, we're just a couple of fuckers talking about fucking. Yeah. Don't necessarily do it our way. If you relate with it, great. If you just enjoy the chat, that's yeah. what we do it for. Yeah. Really. Um, so he's absolutely 100% right or they're absolutely 100% yeah, right. I agree. Do it your way. So I think they've got a question for us as well. Ah, let's listen. And Mr and Mrs G, our question for you is, what was your biggest preconception when you were entering the lifestyle that's now proven to be wrong? I think from my point of view, it was definitely this idea that swingers, to use that word, were slightly older people, like you see in the 1970s ideas of, you know, the films, Keys in the bowl. Um, the people that were perhaps involving themselves in this sort of hobby or activity were not... Um, like us. Yeah, actually. They weren't like us. So I struggled to relate with how we were going to fit. Hence, mm. the sexless swingers. Yeah. Um, and so it was definitely a preconceived idea. And what I have discovered, and the mansion was the icing on the top to the discovery of that for me, of there is many, many, many ways of how you can play this game. Yeah. There is no, this is the way it's done. There as you no, just said yeah, in answer to the last There is question. no typical swinger. No. There's it's... masses and masses of dynamics and masses and masses of personalities and demographics. And demographics, yeah. And so because of that, as we've always said, you do you. Yeah. And it's, you will find your way and you will find your people. It's like a microcosm of society in that you get all different types of people. Yeah. You do as well in the non-monogamy world. And you just have to find your people. You've got to pick your way through it. Yeah. And, and the, you know, I know I say often about fab and I'm like, I don't like it. 
But that's because I just don't feel that I fit on there really often. Um, there'll be elements of me that do fit on there and I have friends, good friends, or we have good friends that are on there and it works yeah, for them. Yeah, 100%. And I don't judge my friends any no. less because of that. It's just like anything in everyday life, you will have friends that are friends with people that you think they're absolute knobheads, they're not for me, but you don't like, you don't yeah. dislike your friends because think, of that. I think the question though about preconceived ideas and finding your people what I think has really changed my impression is we have some of the very closest friends now mm. that I think you could find through the lifestyle. Yeah. And and they may approach the lifestyle very differently yeah, to us. As so people are listening, they're finding out yeah, today. Yeah, but it doesn't mean I think any less of them. No, and the neighbours are a perfect example that... Mm. We've known them for a long time. You've been friends with her for many years. Yeah. But now, and I'm sure they'd agree, we are much closer as a four. Yeah. And we have conversations that you wouldn't dream of having with yeah. your vanilla friends. Yeah, 100%. And it's brought us closer because we have a commonality, yeah. a common hobby. Yeah, yeah. And it's you are able to be 100% your authentic self. Well, we said this last night, didn't we? We yeah. went round to theirs and she texted afterwards and said that resonated with her yeah. at the time. Um, and it is that. It doesn't yeah. matter how how you approach the lifestyle. It doesn't matter how you play. It doesn't matter how what your dynamic is. The point is you kind of enter the lifestyle and you find your feet in it and you drop that barrier guard. and the yeah. guard in that respect of your life. Yeah. And that's liberating. 100%. So we've also got a little Christmas greeting for everybody from the neighbours. So oh. here they are again. Hi, Hi Mr. and Mrs. G. G. This, this is, is Mr. and Mrs. Mrs. Neighbour wishing all of your listeners a very Merry Christmas. And a Holy New Year. A Holy New Year. Love it. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Thank you, Mr. Neighbour. So on to the final contributors. I think I know who this is. It's our friends who we're actually on two cruises with next year. Yes. One family one, and then the September one that there's a big group of us. It is the wonderful... Mammy and Pappy. Here they are. Hey, everyone. I'm Mommy. What's up? I'm Pappy. We are part of the Fucker Game with Mr. and Mrs. G. For you fans of the podcast, obviously you know how amazing they are. Um, if you get to meet them in person, they're even more amazing. Yeah, I totally agree. We had an absolute blast hanging out with them, the Legends, the Nubius, and the Vanillas on our cruise. So let's get to the reason why we are here. Mr. and Mrs. G reached out and asked us to give a tip to those of you that are considering the lifestyle. So Poppy and I will each give you our favorite tip. Yeah, but before we do that... Let's go over some prerequisites really quickly. If you can't check these five prerequisites, you shouldn't be considering the lifestyle. So here we go. Uh, quick, very quickly, love. You should have love in your relationship, whether you're married or not. Um, trust, loyalty, respect. And the big one, communication. If you do not communicate well together, this is not for you. Okay, so let's assume you have those five prerequisites. Now, here are our two big tips. Mommy, you ready to give your tip? 
Yeah, so my tip is basically using what we call the bubble. In the bubble, we have the freedom to talk about any desires or fantasies. Here's where we can explore safely how we feel, and it helps us to know what we would like to move out of the bubble into reality. So when we are shagging, as Mr. and Mrs. G would say, we talk about it as if it's really happening. It's either really, really hot and gets to a point that we can't wait to try it, or after we're out of the bubble, one of us may say, we didn't really care for that. Yeah, I absolutely love the bubble. Highly recommend it. Um, great tip by mommy. So f- for those of you who are looking to try things out safely, um, I recommend the bubble. Ooh, I'm genuinely quite worried. Why? Because they sound like proper podcasters, these two. Uh, that's no worries. <laughs> no. They're, they're very professional. I reckon they've done it before and they've not told us. I don't know, but what you can hear is the experience coming through. Again, we? yes, absolutely. We talked about the bubble, didn't we? Yeah, I think it was episode 25 because, um, yeah, Pappy had sat with us around the pool and chatted it through. Yeah, yeah. So go back and listen to 25 because we enthuse about the bubble. And we, yeah, and that I'm just sort of my memories going back to that day around the pool because Mammy had gone to the spa, I think. Yeah. Pappy was having a bit of time. She was just having some time out of the sun. Yeah, and he came to hang out with us, and I think he fell asleep for a bit, and then had his usual cranberry and vodka, and then the chat started. Yeah. And if you remember, that was the day I think you'd gone sitting with Mrs. Legend for a little bit. Possibly. And me and Pappy had a good old chat, and I feel like we had. A real kind of friendship bonding time. Yeah. It was interesting. Was it that night he was nuzzling into your neck? No. That was way before that. Don't mock it, seriously. I'm not mocking it. No. We had just a really good chat with each other and They're both great people. Dropped. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was good. We, we really like them. They're great people. Yeah, absolutely. But they're right. The bubble. Use yeah. the bubble, guys. They've explained it. We can't really comment because no. it's their thing. Works completely for them. Yeah. And they try so many things yeah. and so many different dynamics and they run everything through in the bubble. A great tip. We've got another one from Pappy. Yeah. Here he is again. That leads me straight into my tip. And my tip is two green lights. I think uh, whatever you do, whenever you do it, uh, no matter what it is, you have to be able to communicate and verify that you have two green lights. Um, not only are you desiring something or or your spouse is desiring something, but that the other person is totally on board with what's about to happen. Um, and in that case, communication is super important. If you can do that, well, that'll go a long way. If you are not able to do that, you're looking for trouble. I totally agree. That's a great one. We like to say two green lights, one decision. So we hope these tips are helpful. Thank you, Mr. and Mrs. G for asking us. This was a lot of fun. We are really excited to be selling again with the fuckers and any of you who will be joining us in September. Yeah. So if you're on that cruise in September and you happen to run into mommy and poppy, let us know you're fans of the podcast. We'd love to buy you a drink and hang out. Have some fun. Bye everyone. 
while Pappy could regret that offering to buy people a drink on the cruise because there <laughs> could be a whole fucking load of people. Yeah, it could be. He probably would do, though. He's such a nice guy. Yeah, he probably would. So, no, they, they are coming on the cruise and, like they say, yeah, come meet Mammy and Pappy. <laughs> um, two green lights. Again, it's sort of that communication thing. It is, yeah. Can't, can't I think what, what Pappy does is he kind of breaks it down. Communicate verified. Yeah, he can't, but even like with the bubble, I'm sure, I'm sure people do the bubble. It's the fact that he kind of broke it down well, and explained it, yeah. broke it down, explained it, and then named it, and it kind of made sense of Completely doing that. Sense. And he's done the same there with also, the two green lights. Sounds a safe thing. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Well done. <laughs> Brilliant. So. They have got a question for us as well, and this will be the last part of the podcast. Yeah. So it's a long one. It's it's Christmas special. Yeah. It's allowed yeah. to be. Here they are again. Now, here is a question from Mommy and Poppy to you. I love a great accent, and a British accent is number one on my sex bucket list. We are curious. What's on top of each of your sex bucket lists? Bloody hell, that's a question. Jeez. Mommy oh. nails it. They're all nailing it, actually. They're all nailing it in their own also, way. Also, British accent, Mammy, we can sort that. <laughs> That's why she's coming on a cruise in Britain Maybe. next year. <laughs> she's just going to be living her best life with all the British guys. Yeah. Bloody hell, I'm going to have to work my magic in America then because I'll be the only British guy maybe on that one. They'll love you. Maybe. Anyway, we're going off track. Um... What is on our... Sex bucket list, or fuck it list as we... Our sex fuck it list. Yeah. Do you have one? Do you go off the I don't have head? one. But do you, what I mean is, do you have an idea off the top of your head? Yeah, it's probably not accent based. It's, um... Well, hmm. so she wants to do British guy. Well, of the somebody accent. with a British accent, I suppose. Maybe it's an American <laughs> with a fake British accent. Dick Van Dyke. Mary Poppins. <laughs> That's shit. Anyway, you go. No, I guess, for me... It is probably just bigger orgies. Oh, so you want more people. So it's not like you don't have anything like, I want to see you do this, or I want to see me do this, this or I want to do this. This is my bucket No, about... I'm asking, I'm questioning you. No. Um, no, a big fuck off orgy. So, for example, when we were at Mansion and there was 100 people on that bed. Mm. You want to be in the middle of that? Yeah. with Not with all 100, but mm. just arms, legs, tits, mm. mouths everywhere. Yeah. I'm not far different, actually, to That's you on probably that. Good, then. Yeah, I do want more debauchery. And then I said it after the mansion, but debauchery how? Um, sort of more sexual energy around me, and maybe I need to bring that sexual energy, or maybe I need to be matched with it. But as part of me processing from following on from the recent episode where I was like, not sure why I'm not doing this, not sure why I'm not doing that. It's like, for me, a little bit of a jigsaw piece is missing and I'm searching for what it is. Um, and I'll find it. It could be that I've got to shake a bit of a monkey off my back, as the phrase would be, and that might be the whole religion thing and all the rest of it. But I feel like I want even more. I feel like my senses need to be tweaked even more when I'm going into a play situation. So yours is more environment-based rather than something that's been done to you. 
yeah. or something that you want to do, yeah. it's more the environment. Uh, yes, I would say so. And the mansion is the perfect place. And I think I know a little bit better how to play it next time. Mm. No, we'll so talk it, about it's this. still like that. It is the fuck it list. That's what I always wanted. We went, we found it, but I didn't see it through. I want to see it through. Yeah. And it doesn't, it almost doesn't matter if it's with anybody but you. And that is not, I'm not, that's no, I get not to you. But I, I want to experience that. But I feel like there could be almost even more than what I saw at the mansion. Like, there's another level still. Mm. I feel in me, I have another level to go to. I've got a boss level, if you were doing it in gaming terms. <laughs> and my boss level hasn't come out yet. I feel yeah. that quite strongly, to be honest. I think possibly the other thing as well, um, it's not really a bucket, fuck it list thing, is probably more experiences as well ourselves. And that's about probably pushing it from the social into the sexual side more. Possibly. Um, and it's not that I want to do this or that or the other, but I think possibly we could be a little better at pushing ourselves forward. Yeah. we we Yes, we could. But I'm not going to push myself forward into a situation that I'm not feeling... No. I, in yeah. any sense. You know, but I, I think need we've to been in it. situations where... Possibly we have been feeling it and we've not voiced that. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. So maybe we need to be a little bolder. Yeah. I I remember um, when I was about 16, I used to have a diary, a handwritten diary. It was like a thing that a lot of people... We didn't have phones, etc. then, did we? So, no. And I... Well, have, we had phones, just no mobiles. No, I meant mobiles and stuff. So we did more writing and reading as, as people about then. And I have got this diary somewhere. I think it's up in our loft. And I remember having a list of things I wanted to do by my next birthday. And I definitely remember having something like Seven Men in Seven Nights. And that was back then. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it's for some reason, this question has made me think of that. We could probably do I'm that. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. That, the September cruise is four nights. I was about 16 at the time. Mm. So my and point... And you've never done that. Right. Right. My point being, even at that very, very tender age, my my thoughts were, I'd like to do this at a very yeah. young age. Well, we could probably get that done on the September cruise, but what are you going to do now it's two, three and four? <laughs> <laughs> it's just always been there and I just need to pull that out. I yes, think. yes. And just for a little bit of fun, accents. If mummy likes British accent, what accent do you like? Who, me? What do I like? Oh. Oh, I like all sorts, though. There's lots I don't like, too, though. Yeah. Naturally. It's, it's don't, don't talk about those, because you could be offensive. I love a Leeds accent. Don't know why. Yeah, you do, don't Always you? Always loved a... Ma- not a women's, woman's Leeds accent. Leeds accent? I couldn't speak, then. It has to be a man's Leeds accent. Um, none of the Americans or Australians... Nobody's going to understand what that is, unless you're British. Well, think of... Um... The Northern accent in Game of Thrones. Yeah, Jon Snow. Jon Snow or um, Ned Stark. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes, but Ned Stark's not fully Leedsy in his accent. But yes, you're on the right sort of lines. Bastard. Yeah, right, bastard. Um, But then also, I do like a bit of an American twang, like a bit of a slur. I don't think I'm fully driven by by that, other than the Leeds accent. Hmm. Do you think we're going to get lots of emails now from Leeds? We've already had Leeds Yorkshire men. emails in Have the past. We? Don't Have I not realised this? No, we, we, I read it in the full Yorkshire oh, accent. Oh, you did! You did! <laughs> 
You did. Yes, I had forgotten about that. I didn't find that sexy, sorry. All right. <laughs> Fucking great. <laughs> it was funny, though. <laughs> so you're a step away. If you make me laugh, I'm halfway there. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, happy Christmas, everybody. Yes, happy Christmas or happy holidays if you don't celebrate Christmas. We hope you've enjoyed meeting some of our friends. Yes, I hope so. I'm sure they did. I hope you've got a little insight into uh, a bit more about their personalities. Yeah, and um, as Pappy said, if you want to come on the cruise, let us know. Yeah, absolutely. Right, right. It's Email uh, us nine or months away. Yeah. Fab us or tweet us and, you know, Mrs. G will sort it out. Absolutely. So have a great time. Enjoy listening to the podcast. And enjoy the time with the family, enjoy your swinging time. Whatever you decide to do, have a great time. And if anybody would like to come and rub some Vicks on my chest because I'm so nasal, that's fine. Let me know. Fucking hell, it's time we go. I was being forward. Did you get me then? I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. My hands are warm. I was offering it to other people, not for you. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> well, you might as well let me practice. All right, we'll do that then. All right, happy holidays and we shall speak to you in the new year. Okay, bye. If any of our gorgeous listeners would like to contact us, we can be reached at Twitter at sexlessswingers, email hello at sexlessswingers.co.uk or on fab the underscore sexless underscore swingers. Mm-hmm.